It's Tuesday, the 6th of April, 2021. Welcome to your mentored briefing, the business headlines you need to know delivered to you in five minutes. I'm Sean Aylmer. In today's headlines, COVID-19 cases around the world accelerate as new waves of different variants overrun some economies. Wall Street surges to new record highs. The federal government warns on a minimum wage increase and a travel bubble between Australia and New Zealand could be announced as early as today. Our lead story, coronavirus cases around the world are spiking again, notwithstanding the rollout of vaccines. There are growing numbers in emerging populous countries like Brazil and India. Yesterday, India recorded 100,000 new cases for the first time. There are also increased numbers in mainland Europe, with Germany and France recording more than 50% jumps. And China yesterday reported its biggest outbreak in two months. In the US, the average number of new cases over the past fortnight is up 18%. The total number of recorded COVID-19 cases across the globe is now more than 131 million, with almost 3 million deaths. A big concern is the different variants popping up around the world. The jury is out on whether the current crop of vaccines are as effective on these types of coronavirus. Also, vaccination doesn't guarantee people won't get COVID-19. Over the weekend, the president of Argentina tested positive, even though he had been fully inoculated. Finally, concerns about AstraZeneca's jab causing blood clots are rife. The Australian Therapeutic Goods Administration has reported its first local case of a man developing an unusual clotting after receiving the jab. The TGA said the vaccine was still safe, and in the UK, authorities said the rate of incidence was about 1 in 600,000. Amid all the optimism, the numbers over the weekend remind us that the world is still in the grip of this virus. In overseas news, US markets surged overnight, with the S&P 500 up 1.5% in early afternoon trading, and the Dow Jones 1.2% higher. Both hit new records. The Nasdaq 100 was up more than 2%. The increases came after strong jobs figures late last week and a survey showing the services industry in the world's largest economy was surging. Shops, restaurants and pub gardens in the United Kingdom are set to reopen and the government is set to trial so-called vaccination passports. More than 5 million Brits have now received two doses of a vaccine and under the passport proposal, some would receive a COVID-19 certificate which would allow them to attend public functions. And US Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has called for a global minimum tax rate for companies to level the playing field and help spur innovation and growth. This is a big deal for countries like Australia, which has a relatively high corporate tax rate. Many big businesses, including tech companies, minimise the tax they pay in Australia and instead pay it in lower taxing jurisdictions. That's the news from around the globe, and this is your mentored briefing. Let's go to local stories now. The Morrison government has warned that any increase in the minimum wage this year could constrain the small business recovery. In its submission to the Fair Work Commission, the government wants the regulator to take a cautious approach to increases and said it should be focused on allowing small businesses to create jobs. The Australian Council of Trade Unions has called for a $26 a week pay rise for the 2.3 million workers impacted by the minimum wage, while business groups have argued for no increase as the economy recovers from the pandemic. Quarantine-free travel between New Zealand and Australia could happen as soon as this Friday, with New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern expected to make an announcement sometime this week. 
While some Kiwis can come to Australia without going through quarantine currently, all travellers from Australia to New Zealand need to go through two weeks' isolation. News poll figures show that the Federal Coalition has lost electoral ground in Western Australia and Queensland and is facing collapse in South Australia. The government's position in Victoria has improved slightly while it's been stable in New South Wales, according to the Australian newspaper. The figures come as the feds and states are set to work out this week rules around greater transparency in the rollout of a COVID-19 vaccine. It was the first weekend of the government's tourism scheme that will pay half the cost of 800,000 airfares. Reports from North Queensland suggest plenty of people took advantage of the deal, with more than 75,000 people flying into Cairns. Hotel occupancy rates in the city were around 90%. It's been a tough introduction to the top job for Mike Sneesby, the new boss of Nine Entertainment, who started last week. The group was the target of a significant, sophisticated and complex cyber breach nine days ago, and it continues to cause problems, though staff are reportedly heading back to the office from today. And the Reserve Bank Board is due to meet today, and while no one expects any shift in monetary policy, it will be interesting to see if the bank's language around the speed of the economy, and especially the housing market, changes. Economists will also be focused on the bank's semi-annual monetary policy statement on Friday, which will address the housing market more directly. The Reserve Bank Governor has repeatedly said rates will stay low until 2024, but the housing market is way hotter than anyone expected. That's your Mentored Briefing for today. Don't miss out on any updates from us here at Mentored by subscribing to our newsletter. Visit mentored.com.au to stay up to date on all the latest. I'm Sean Aylmer. Have a great day.